Cool 97.7 Radio. Singles live on the nation's coolest, Cool 97 FM, and we are about to begin our talk segment, and it is brought to you by Alternative Skin Care, the only choice. Feel the difference in your skin with handmade organic soaps. Alternative Skin Care products help with uh, most skin conditions such as eczema, acne, dry skin, and hyperpigmentation. And, of course, you can follow... Alternative skin care on social media at shop at ATL skin care or you can email them at shop at ATL skin care at gmail dot com. And remember that there soaps they are 100% organic and of course they are available at Bloombox Face Forward Cosmetics Fontana Waterloo and Montego Bay and of course remember you can shop or make your order online and they're also on Instagram so check them out Trevor E. Smith is with us tonight we are going to be looking at a very interesting topic tonight. DJ Dre. Trevor, are you there? Very much here. Yes. Yes. Thank you so, so much for being with us. A big topic tonight, developing resilience. Right. Hi, Dre. Yes, sir. <laughs> good night. Good night. Good night, boss. Good night, sir. How are you doing? Doing well, doing well. You sound well. You <laughs> 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 haven't put out, put out something out there. Amen, sir. Amen, amen. All right, so so so, um, Trevor. Let me just make make a correction because Dre and I were in here had some a little bit of technical issues. We we have, we're we're trying to make sure that it, it it remains intact, and so just to remind our listeners that it is shop at alt skincare at gmail dot com shop at altskincare.com I think I, th- I think I turned it down over on yes yes so back into our talk segment so developing resilience um, Trevor E. Smith um, when you thought of that because I call your classes master class you know that's what I call them. So I said to my listeners from from yesterday that we're going to go to a mass another of Trevor's master class um, inside Singles Live. Um, but let me just um, pick your thoughts a little. Developing resilience. What is that, and in what context um, are you thinking um, or you thought when you came up with 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 the concept? Okay, all right. <clears throat> Let's look at it from two perspectives. The first one is that nowadays, Trevor, I hear I, Trevor, I hear in a, a like a fan in the background or something like that. It's taking away from your voice. All right, let me be resilient. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you sound much better now. Sound like the okay. Trevor we know. <laughs> okay, cool. Right. 
So resilience is a buzzword now. Um, organizations are looking at it, speaking up you know, about it. Um, and that is so because of COVID and, of course, a lot of other challenges, the war now, all of those things. But let me go back to this thing of resilience. There was a context in which it was in our consciousness. Uh, for example, we are in an earthquake zone, and so there was a source to change the building code to create more resilient buildings. Mm-hmm. Right. So that was one context. Again, we are also in the hurricane zone. We can know how many weeks it would take for us to get back electricity because of the wooden poles that were broken. So in order to build our resilience, we decided to go with concrete poles. So at least it shouldn't take that long in case, you know, um, we had a hurricane to get back electricity. So those were the context in which the concept of resilience. Mm-hmm. It's basically, it is the capacity to survive, the capacity to overcome whatever life throws at you. Now, organizations were <laughs> thrown off totally by the pandemic. Uh, nobody knew how to have people work from home, uh, all, of, uh, all of those challenges. Uh, Supply lines extended into months. Once upon a time, you could get this stuff in in, in weeks. And so there is a a plan afoot now, a discussion now about how do we build resilience into our organization. Um, And that, of course, now has drilled onto the people because we could have systems, but if the people are not, um, ready, then the organization can be resilient. And then, so therefore it starts to look at, move into now the selection of staff, the leadership development training, all of those things um, are focused on resilience. But what about us? What about you? What about Dre? What about me? Eh? If, are we being built to withstand the shocks that nature our uh, life is going to show away and so that's what it is about so we're bringing this resilience concept to everybody because mm-hmm. we are all going to go through situations that we didn't plan for we didn't expect um, that you know have the potential to throw us off our feet and there are things that we can do to be future ready. That's another term that we knocked around on, future readiness, resilience. Um, and so I want to look at it. What I want to look at tonight are three scenarios, not like three case studies, to bring it clearer um, to your listeners you know, um, as to what it is that we're talking about. Because at the individual level, resilience is a mindset issue. Hmm. I suppose everybody knows that I'm coming, I'm going to say mindset. But once a mindset, the program can't go forward. 
<laughs> but, but a lot of what happens in life to us happens in our head. We can make a difference related to thinking differently. And so one of the things that we have been talking about is how does faulty thinking uh, impact our resilience and what we can do about it. So that's, that's the premise. I hope that uh, the platform, the concept is clear now. What we're talking about is strategies for being able to withstand whatever life throws at you. The more ambitious of us could be talking about how can we make forward progress, not just coping, but how do we survive, not survive, how do we succeed uh, despite the challenges? All right. Make sense? Yeah. Have our pen and paper ready. I don't hear Mr. Dresser. Yes, I don't know. We're ready, 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 ready. <laughs> All right. So, for the bright ones, um, let me let me give some more, like a more formal um, definition that the people listen. Really, what it is, it is uh, strategy and uh, capacity. And um, Brother Andre, I think he would tell you self-efficacy mm-hmm. is what it is about. It is the, the, the ability to manage what life shows at you, navigating through life. Right? So let us look at some mindsets. So Dre is asking for, to repeat which one of the words? The, the word or self-efficacy. Self-efficacy, yes. Uh, mm, which is yeah, basically navigating your life. So on, um, I go to a, get a blood test done, and Canada's yeah, let let it go. I'm waiting for the results. Waiting for the results. Um. It hasn't come in, and then I get a message that I'm to make an appointment and come to get the results. What is my response? Do I immediately start to wonder? Wait, do I have to go in? I wonder, mercy, <laughs> is this it? <laughs> is this my final call? <clears throat> Just I want I want your listeners, everybody to just put themselves in the scenario as we put them out. If I'm betray them, we can discuss it. So this one is at your daughter's and some time pass and then you remember. And then you get a message from the office. Come in please. You need to make an appointment to come in. What is your reaction? How do you respond to that message? Do you go off in a panic and say to yourself, mercy, wonder what could be wrong? Why they couldn't just tell me that everything is okay or whatever? <laughs> you just started angry and insisted tell you over the phone immediately. Come on, I get anxious immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So you're saying that I'm just immediately. Majority of us, um, Trevor, when it boils down to, to that kind of call from your um, medical practitioner or if you did it from a lab, telling you to come make an appointment immediately, Papa Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how resilient you are, you're going to worry. Yeah, and the thing is, it's just the delivery. Yes. You know, it's all the delivery. So it's like, you know, you can go make an appointment and come in. You know, that's fine. Uh, Mr. Campbell, you need to make an appointment. That's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's the delivery. It's the delivery. Well, okay, the tone might give away something, I suppose. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. uh, sure. um, you, you, don't, you don't get the message. You know, there was a call you house, and when you come home, you know, you get a message from a family member say, hey, by the way, the doctor called and said, must come in. But anyway, I think we still run off into a panic. Yes. And that is um, one of the 40 ways of thinking that frustrates resilience that you want to deal with. Let me tell you where I'm going with this. There are people who have that, that have do, this view, they pull onto this view that says, I am going to think the worst. Anything about the future, I am not going to think hearty things, wonderful things. I'm going to assume that it's not going to go right. And I feel good doing this because whatever happens can't get worse. I have thought the worst. So the only way is up. And so there's a philosophy, there's a mindset that people walk around actually thinking the worst on the basis that this is good strategy because things will go better. I do my exam, I just figure that I feel I'm comfortable. Well, I'm not comfortable with it, but at least I put myself in that state that I, I don't expect to pass. Oh, I pass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel? Well, I, did, I know it. Yeah, ready for a long time. And so it sounds like a reasonable approach in the sense that, you know, you might even think that you are more resilient because what can happen? I've seen the worst, and I am there. What can you do to me? Well, the problem is with that is that the way the mind works. We talk about the neural pathways. That's all how this come about. And physically, there are changes in your mind. Even as you're listening to me here now, there are changes taking place in your mind physically, if you're paying attention. And so... If you create parts in your mind that are constantly thinking negatively, how does that um, carve out a future for you? Yeah? That's, that's something I want us to pause and think about. If I'm always thinking that things are not going to work well, how does that set me up for success? How does that help me to move forward? Because we can remember the mind is what drives us. It is subconscious that drives us. And so if I'm always putting into the mix 
No, it's not what happened. No, it's not going to happen. Um, that's, those are the kind of prompts I'm going to get. I'm never going to get go for excellence, you know, which is the opposite to, well, let me take the words, because anything that happens then I'm ready for, and there's, you know, up is the only way. The opposite to that is shoot for the stars or the sky, and at least you will, you know, aspire so much. Which is a better strategy? That's a question. Um, and that goes to one of the secrets to how resilient we are as individuals. Those who have a mentality of shooting for the stars um, tend to have a, a, a brighter outlook. And the neuroscience suggests that they have a better coping mechanism. They are better able to deal with life's unfolding events than persons who consistently think the worst. It, it, it gets down to an issue of I can or I can't. Those persons who have a I can attitude tend to do better. Those who feel, uh, you know, this is beyond me and not capable, you know, these things never work out for me. They tend to give up even before you start. We'll get there in a little while, but I wanted to pause there <laughs> and <clears throat> ask yourself, Andre, how does that land in terms of the idea that let me think the worst because I don't want to keep up my hopes and then I get disappointed. I can't deal with disappointment. And so therefore I'm just going to go expecting nothing. And when I get nothing, I knew it, I'm all right. If I get a surprise and get something, okay, wonderful. That's a plus. That's one approach. The other approach is, yes, man, it's going to be all right. They just want me to come in to talk to me about my results, but I'll be all right. And if I'm, if there's a problem, let me go early, deal with it, and I'll be all right after that. Those are two approaches. And the question is, which one is closer to your mindset and which one has a better chance of having you be more resilient. Mm. Well, I, 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 I can speak for myself that I never think um, in the negative. I'm always thinking that um, whatever it is, um, something good is going to happen, and I, I, I am a very hopeful individual. That doesn't stop you from being concerned or worried, but it's almost like you know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, and it's just taking one step, um, putting one foot in front of the other, and moving forward. So I'm not going to think, um, think the worst. 
I'm not going to I'm not going to dwell on that. Um, speaking, we're talking about the the case here. I mean, Dre and I we said earlier that boy the, that initial call is going to like oh my God, what is this? That's 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 a, that's that that would be my initial reaction. And then when I get um, to that, my thought and I think about it, I know that I'm not going to be thinking the worst. But that's 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 just me. Mm-hmm. That's me. Dre, what you say? Uh, uh, no, I'm I'm sort of sort of on the edge. Um. I don't know. Like sometimes I can't, I can't help but thinking, like what the worst possible outcome. No, is it is it that you're thinking um, the uh, thinking that there's a that there's a possible outcome and this could be it, as opposed to saying that this is going to be the outcome. No, so I never say that it is going to be the but the possibility but i always think about the possibility the the possibility the possibility that it may not work out um according to what i want so going in with that i have like an expectation you know i i I kind of my mind is kind of like this is what will happen if this happens, mm-hmm. like, you know what 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 I can expect if this happens. Um, but it's the same thing with the positive thinking. Like I think the best possible outcome, and I go in with the expectation of this is what will happen when you know this whole positive energy and positive vibes happen. So that's what I'm saying. It's for me. It's kind of like fifty fifty. Like I think about both both possible outcomes. Yeah, because. I, I I don't but think what, yeah. I never say that it's going to be negative. Going to be negative, yeah. but you look on both the pros and the cons. Yeah. And if it's something that you're doing, you say, boy, there's a possibility, especially if um, the, the the numbers don't add up, that it is going to go yeah. in that yeah. direction. So, because so, you're also looking at the facts of yeah. the matter. So for me, um, maybe. Maybe Sir Trevor might disagree, but I feel like I'm a realist. Like I go in, I go in, um, knowing that things may not work out, but I don't go in saying that they will. That it won't work out. Like I, of course I'm gonna hope for the best, but I'm not gonna be naive to a possible negative outcome. Okay, Trevor, are you hearing no, us? No, no, perfect, perfect. Yeah. As a matter of fact, he has jumped ahead where we want to go in terms of the reality. I have no problem with thinking about it. You can't because one of the things we're looking at in terms of critical thinking is that you need to look at the facts. You need to look at the reality. So we're going to get there. But let us look at the other side of the going now first and then we get to where she is oh, so as Trevor, usually in the head Trevor of the class you yeah, man Trevor wow. agree with you wow. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor say I get smarter smarter energy <laughs> Trevor say it's time for your graduate <laughs> 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 
Speaking of graduating, let us take a break, reminding you that this talk segment, Inside Singles Live, is brought to you by Alternative Skin Care, the only choice. Their handmade soaps are 100% organic and can be used by men and women of all ages, available at KW Bloombox, Face Forward Cosmetics, Fontana Pharmacy, um, Waterloo and uh, that's Fontana, Waterloo and Montego Bay. You can also order online at shop at ALT Skin Care. That's ALT Skin Care. You can also email them at shop at ALT Skin Care at gmail.com. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Singles Live on the Nation's Coolest Cool 97 FM tonight. Masterclass Developing Resilience. Trevor E. Smith is with us, turning our attention to those listening by the World Wide Web, MixLR to be exact. Thank you so much for those persons who are listening by the good old radio. Thank you as always. Maxine, how are you doing? And Maxine says, worrying only makes matters worse. And, you know, deep down we know that, but it's almost like worry have a way of taking over we know that worrying don't make it any better, but why it's almost like I that's a, you know eh? I, I don't think it makes it makes matters worse. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it it um it prepares you. I think that's what it does. What I I, I, I mean I think mm, I don't know. It does. I don't. I, I. I. I'm not sure about the preparation part, Dre. All I know is that sometimes it's. It's just that it's almost like an automatic reaction. And I'm gonna tell you. For me, different circumstances, different things that I'm doing. I don't know if worry is the word, but I mm-hmm. do. I do go in like like I do think about what what could happen. I think it, it leads back to what I was saying before. Um, I'm going to think about the negative stuff that may happen, but I'm going to prepare for it. I feel like thinking ahead, thinking about what about the negative thing or worrying about um, things not working out will prepare you to face whatever it is um, and, and you'll be more prepared. I, for me, I think that's what it is. I don't. I don't think worrying makes anything worse. I think it strengthens you. I, I don't know. I don't know if it is if it strengthens you or it, it forces you to go within self and start to do some self talk. Um, I don't worry about certain things. I don't worry about material stuff. I don't worry about getting this or um, getting A's and B's and stuff like that. You know what really um, throws me into a, a state of worry? If my close friends and family member and my child is ill, I go into that state. And then, Dre, I have to self-talk myself. That's a different level. Like, what? That's a different level. And I understand but, what you were mm-hmm. saying. But why wouldn't you worry about not getting the A? What? I'm not going to. No, that is. Why would I worry about getting an yeah, A? But if your goal, and that's what I'm saying, if your goal 
is to achieve a certain amount of grades for a particular course or whatever it is of course you're gonna worry about getting the no i'm not that's what you want no i'm not that is just me personally i'm not going to worry i'm going to put in the work but i'm not going to worry but if you start to worry then you're gonna put in the work no no dre no this is this is where i'm going to agree with maxine if i start to worry i'm gonna get nervous and anxious um can't sleep can't eat end up with headache end up with stomach pain um all different sorts of things when you start to worry so how can you, know, you propel you know, forward you with know, worrying you know what i think will, so let us let us what do what i think will solve mm-hmm. this um back and forth <laughs> is the definition of the word worry. worry yeah i think once we understand what the word worry means then we can say yes or no okay trevor you're hearing that I'm, I'm, I'm listening intently. Yeah, so but, Maxine, let, let me just read what Maxine... Right, yeah, let me just read what Maxine is saying before we come right. to you, Trevor. Some people are born warriors. They worry even when there is nothing to worry about. It's just a handful of people that don't really worry. Yeah, but you see, even with that, um, before you come in, um, before you come in, Sarah Trevor, even with that, AJ... Um, you saying to somebody there's nothing to worry about, that's a relative. Because it may be a big deal to the person. You you hear what I said, Dre? You see what I said? You're you're, you're just making another point. I said, for me, I am not going to worry about the A's and the B's, but I will worry about my family member being ill. So different things trigger different things trigger different work and yeah, worries in reaction in, in, in individuals. Yeah. Different thinkers. You can't say to somebody don't worry about that. Yeah, you understand? Because, you, be because nothing. yeah, maybe nothing, but to that person it it's is a, it is a big thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's a big thing. Now to, back to you, Trevor. <sighs> okay. My take on it is that the scriptures tell me not to be anxious. Worry is not a thing that I'm supposed to do. And the scriptures usually guide me in the right way. So, I'm not saying that I don't do it, you know. But I know that it's not something I'm supposed to do. Because the scriptures say, don't worry. Don't be anxious about anything. Put it in prayer um, and, and, and petition and move forward. Um, um, so, hold on, hold that's where I want to go. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um... And you know, I'm, I may come out. Can I get that mic? <laughs> yeah, come no, come no. Come on, this one. This one. Yeah. 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 Because I don't want to. I want to give a disclaimer that I don't want to come off as um not being religious or you know of faith. <laughs> Or you know whatever, what whatever it is, because I was raised in a Christian home, and I'm of that of that faith. Mm-hmm. I'm not a Christian, but that's I'm, that's I'm, what you were that's, exposed that's what to. I was exposed to correct. And I feel like with such with 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 topics like this, I don't think that going the path of that's quote unquote that's what the scripture says so that's what I will do 
is the best approach. I don't. And let me tell you why I don't think so. Because not everybody believes in Christianity or in the Bible or whatever whatever it is. Not everybody does. And you can't go to somebody and tell them that their religion or their faith is wrong. You can't. Everybody believes in something else. Everybody believes in something different. So while your religion or your faith might say, you know, don't worry, whatever, 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 that's fine for you. But you can't go and preach the same thing to somebody else. And I don't believe that with such, with a topic like this, um... Or any 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 topic at all that's that's this um, sensitive or specific that anybody should go the route of Christianity or religion because it it has to be a general thing it can't be a specific thing that's just what I think. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, can I uh, respond? Sure. Okay. So. We're looking at a matter of health, let us say, a matter of health. Um, and we're discussing what is good to eat, etc. And I say, as for me, um, I believe in eating vegetables and don't eat dairy. I'm talking for me. Uh, I'm, I'm saying to you what works for me. I'm not saying that you need to do the same. Yeah, but my... So we, we, yeah, on, we yeah, but, never disturb you. Never, in, never okay, disturb go ahead, you. Go ahead, go ahead, Whether go you ahead. believe in my dietary habits or not, as a matter of faith, that is your concern. We were discussing the issue of worry, and I'm saying to you, I have some guiding principles that I would like to follow for me. For me, I'm not prescribing it for you if you don't want to do it. But why would we talk about things that are that we think are better for people in every other area, but we can't talk about it in terms of saying spiritual things work for us. We can tell you how better to you know, save money, uh, how better to you know, find a way to buy tires of car that are We can give advice. Yeah, and why, and why, and the reason, the reason why that works. The reason, the reason. I refuse. No, the reason. I refuse. I refuse to be trapped by that. If I have solutions that work, and people talking to me, I feel as free to talk about. No, and that's fine, and that's fine. But the reason why things like that work works for the general public is because there are things that are proven right things 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 occur things along the line of no and it's true things along the line things along the line of um of um religion can be argued as coincidence because the same the same the same thing that you believe and and pray for and hope for and think it's it's you know it's gonna happen because you know um you know you believe in God and all of that and it's and you pray and you know it work out it's a mindset it, it's it's gonna work out yes. for you, but it's the same way somebody praying to Allah 
or or the the cow or whatever and it work out for them it's the and same it's the same thing and they feel free to give that no, advice and that's what i'm saying and, say, and that's and i'm saying say i understand that but i'm saying to you and i'm yeah. asking you how is why is it that things that need to be specific things like this topic that needs to be specific i do not believe when you say needs to be specific what do you mean you're talking about um we are, we are, talking, we are talking about not worrying and whatever mm-hmm. and, yeah. and, and all of that that's what yeah. we're talking about yeah and i'm saying I'm, to you that it should not be a case where yeah. religion comes in at any point let me just interject here. All right. <laughs> let us let me just interject here. At the end of the day, it is what works for an individual. And I'm going to turn my attention. So if your religion works for you, then by all means, um self-talk using your religion. You may want to go and use meditation. Do that if that works for you. But when it boils down to um worrying per se because everybody has a different degree and everybody has different triggers that means that each individual has to find what works for him or her i understand what what you're saying dre but let me let me get let me just sort this right here yes one second i'm agreeing with him you know let me just try to finish it because we need to go back right go back to the script so let me just quickly say something religion and and, don't call it religion call it faith call it faith because <laughs> not believing in God is a faith. Hold on, hold on. Faith, not believing yes. in God is a faith. Mm-hmm. So if you believe that you can control and do things by yourself without any external power, that's a faith, a belief that you have. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying to you, there's absolutely no reason why someone should be able to say, I don't believe in that, and they can p- put their position out and I can't say I believe in this and put my position out. No, I'm not. It's say- all about faith. I'm not saying faith. that you can't. I'm not so, saying that you can't. It. I'm not so saying no. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that you can't believe in what you believe. I'm saying in in in. It should not ed- be a universal recommendation. In, in educating people. Okay. And, and recommending people to do whatever you... I am I, not I doing that. I'm telling you for me. Yeah, but you, legit, you what but you legit use okay. your religion for as, as an... Um, to say that I believe in this and, and that and I don't worry because the Bible said that. Why would I go in a general setting and say that not everybody believes in the Bible? I don't understand the point you're making. All right, let us Anyways, move away. Let, let us move on. Move on. Let us agree. Life. Let us agree to disagree. Amen. Amen. Yes. Let, let us just, agree to disagree. Yes. One of those topics that you will stay here until next never, week and never, we'll never, never we'll never um yeah. move forward. Okay. All right. For our security, let's go back to our duty. <laughs> Responsibility. All right, so another another approach that we could take to the message from the office um, that your blood test results are in and you need to come into the office. One approach could be, it's all right, man. You know, it's so all long they have the results. If anything was really wrong, they would have called me a long time. And yeah, I'm not going anywhere. So I'm all right. I, you know, it, it's just a formality. And, I, you know, so I'm very optimistic and I have that. Now, that is bad as well for resilience. 
because that doesn't help you. You know, was that kind of attitude that you have uh, does make a difference. If you are ill, it's not going to stop you from being ill. So that's it. So what is really the answer? Go back to Dre's answer, which is that um, the only way really to know what's going on is to go to the doctor. It don't make sense you panic before, even though that is a natural human reaction. It just makes sense to go and see what the situation is and what are the implications and what happens afterwards. That's the answer. Go quickly so that, you know, if anything is wrong, it can be fixed. So all your emotions should be put on hold until you get the facts. Am I saying it's easy? Of course not. But that's where we're trying to go, by training our minds in a direction to say, well, okay, Trevor, here it is that you need to go in. You did the test. I have no idea as to whether it's going to be good or bad. But I'm going to just try and get the earliest appointment so that I'm going to go and find out what's good. Worry not to be has physical implications mm-hmm. as well for your health. So it's not just a question of um, you know, uh, faith or not faith or whatever you believe or not believe. It actually does impact your health negatively. So that's that's that scenario. Um, can we move on to another one? Yes, Trevor, sure. All right. No, All right. We're, we're good. Go, go right. ahead. So the second scenario is that you get a promotion. Big job. Way up at the top. Um, And so you're working at what they call a C-level, you know, CEO, CFO, those kind of things. And so, yeah, you get a little nervous. Uh, Am I really fit? Um, And so on. For the job. That's one thought. Somebody could be walking around ruminating as to, ah, are they watching me? Now they're trying to see if I'm ready for the job. And that is a constant companion <laughs> for weeks on the job. You can only think about how does that impact their performance. Yeah? And the other side was that you welcome the opportunity and say, yeah, man, long time. I'm ready for this. And believe that you're a fit for the role and commit to raising your game. You might have some learning curves and so on to, 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 to go up, but you accept that this is for you. Which one is the path? Where does your mind take you when, you know, there is an opportunity that lands in your lap and you kind of sit yourself, whoa. I wasn't expecting this or I'm not so sure I'm ready for this or long time this should happen and you accept it and try and step up to the channel challenge mm-hmm. so that's that's another scenario that actually betrays our capacity for resilience the one that says I'm right for the job is likely to be more resilient than someone who has concerns. All right, so yes, 
I'm not going to be blind. I'm not going to assume that I know everything. So all of that, again, goes back to fact-finding as to what skills are required. Do I have all of the skills? Should I be doing some, some additional studies? Should I try to get some coaching? All of that is required. But that's part of your response to accepting the position and working towards making a success of it. As against looking over your shoulder, wondering every day, can't sleep at night because um, you feel inadequate. So, Marcos Mazaya <laughs> um, says, if you have no confidence in self, you are twice defeated in the race of life. With confidence, you have won even before you have started. So that's Marcos. Why is this? statements from back in 1923. So what what is Marcus saying? Marcus is saying self-confidence is critical, critical to resilience. If you do not have self-confidence, then self-efficacy might not be as easy for you. So self-confidence has a lot to do with um, how we think and what we are able to achieve. I have, a, I have a favorite example that I use every time I talk about this is the high jumper. So the high jumper is there, you know, getting successful, people dropping out, and the bar is now at a height that she has never jumped. Yes, never cleared the sight yet. If she says to herself, but you know, this you know, this this height is, is just beyond me. All the training I've done in my life, I've never cleared this. My thinking is that she should just put on her tracksuit and go home because it's, you know, the, the, the chances of success with that mindset significantly reduced. But the person now who says, yeah, this is a challenge I've been waiting for. Yeah. Um, yeah. At the after I clear this bar, a gold a gold medal is waiting for me. I'm going for it. That's the difference between um, resilience and being battered by life's unfolding events. You know, I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm listening carefully to what you're saying, and I'm and, and I'm even putting myself in these scenarios, um, Trevor. And um, let me let me let me let me make sure that I that 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 I'm saying this right. So, I have been resilient for for a very long time. I am very hopeful. But every time I try to go over that bar, yes, I know today's the day I'm going to go over the bar. Every time I try to go over that bar, I end up not achieving um, my desired results. And I tried a, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times. I tried so many times. When do I say to myself... Um, I'm not going to get it. Um, this is it for me. Is it I? Is it that I have 
not developed resiliency or have I become resilient with the fact that I know that I'm not going to make it? Man, that is a doctoral degree question. <laughs> 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 Let me tell you why. An important part of resilience is also knowing when to quit. Mm-hmm. There well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. But I have this dumb. I jump or whatever. <laughs> uh, so that is really, as I say, is a is a, a PhD question. And so the question is. <clears throat> Maybe judgment. I don't know what it is, but um, the, the facts are though that many people quit just before they could have broken through. You know, with a, lot of, a lot of the scientific discoveries come. You know, we talk about um, the man with the light. Uh, you know, uh, how many thousands, how many hundreds, or thousands of ways that he has learned that not to do it. You know, so all of that is learning. Where I would go <clears throat> with it, because it's not so easy to decide when to quit, is to, every time I fail, every time I did not succeed, I should look carefully at that, document that, and see that as a learning experience. Experience. That's the key now. If you look at your failures as learning experiences and carefully document them and go back over them in detail then you are learning and hopefully you don't make the same mistake um, over and over you go back to the high jump and you know you, you should lift you know your buttocks at a particular time maybe that is what you or maybe it's your trail legs that's causing the problem so Think back, and that's why you have coaches, by the way. Think back as to what went wrong this time that I can fix. And hopefully, if you fix them at some point in time, you might actually succeed. So that's that's the question. As to whether it is 1 or 10 or 500, I don't think anybody can tell you that. That's a, that's a judgment call. Mm-hmm. But Perseverance is a, is, a, is a feature of resilience. But I can also say the failure to quit on time is also a negative factor. Because what you're doing is wasting resources, wasting time when you could have moved on. So, is an is a economist answer to your question? <laughs> but I think... <laughs> on the one hand this and on the one hand that and I don't really give an answer but I think I did in the sense that learn from your errors and and move forward but at the end of the day it's a, it's a judgment call you just have to decide uh, I'm not going to do anymore people tend to to give up too early as against quitting on time yeah. so <clears throat> if I just move quickly through the Promotion one, 
Take an, taking an, right, taking another taking another sure. break, reminding you that this talk segment is brought to you by Alternative Skin Care, the only choice. Their handmade soaps are 100% organic and can be used by men and women of all ages. And remember, it's available at KW Boombox, Face Forward Cosmetics, Fontana, Waterloo, and Montego Bay. Or you can order at shop at ALT Skin Care on Instagram. And remember, they have the sea moss, the charcoal, aloe vera, turmeric, and peppermint. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Singles live on the Nation School at School 97 FM. Tonight's topic, developing resilience. Trevor E. Smith is with us and DJ Dre in all his glory is right over there. Trevor, are you still with us? All right. So let us look at the promotion. All right. That's the part now. That's the second part we're looking at. So you get the job. So the DJ gets offered the job to be the station manager um, by the board. Uh, so the DJ could say to himself, I'm a realist, but I didn't give myself the job. The board, they have more to lose than me. Now if they think that I am worthy, well, I am going along. I might have to learn some things and so on, but my attitude is not a doubt that I'm worthy of the position. My attitude now is to make the best of it. And so I'm going to look at all the things that I need to do, try and work out all the alliances that are required, and make a, make a piece of it. That's the realistic and, if you want to call it optimistic, um, approach to these kinds of things. The, the high jumper could look at the situation and, and to say, well, I am at this point, you know, everybody has dropped out now, maybe just the two of us now. <laughs> um, I'm clearly worthy to be at this place now where I could be trying for this side that we haven't cleared. So that's more the mindset. It's realistic and that we're not saying it's not a challenge. But we're not shrinking under it. The idea that we're not worthy, because if you look at the alternative, what benefit is there from doubting yourself and feeling overwhelmed? Is it likely to enhance your performance? Not likely, huh? because that kind of thinking doesn't um, empower you, doesn't give you the lift that you require in order to do extraordinary things. Hope that makes sense. Yeah, we're 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 getting there, Trevor. We're getting there. Um, <laughs> got a text. Um, Janice is saying that worrying comes natural, and then she proceeds to ask, "Is there a way to stop people from worrying?" I don't think you can. You, you, it's, it's, I, I do believe that there is excessive. 
um, worrying when it is so persistent that it it it, it really um, um, causes you not to perform well. When it causes you not to sleep, when it causes you not to eat, um, then it it, it 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 becomes excess. Um, but to just worry. Um, yeah. Um, how do you how do you not worry? Um, or how do you kind of keep it at 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 a minimal? Um, my suggestion is that, as Trevor said, it is literally changing your mind, self, and and self talk, and get it get kind of um, stop thinking about what is making you worry, even if it's for 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 a short period of time. Um, so you may do various things. Some people get busy by maybe reading a book and not thinking about uh, meeting up with friends. Um, hopefully, these are positive things. Exercising, running. Uh, Yes, gardening. Just yes, just get busy. Just get busy. Some people even go on their phone and play, um, you know, these little games on their phone. Some people read. Some people meditate. Some people pray. It depends. Just to get your mind um, in a different place and not to hear me sound like Andre Allen Casey, not to ruminate on the problem. Right, so you kind of take your mind off the problem. What I do is kind of just self-talk, analyze the situation, and if you are, you know, you 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 you, you so for some people just listen to music, and just you just just change um, your, per- your 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 perception, or you just as Dre said, you just kind of just don't think about the situation. And it will kind of just calm you down a bit. Yeah? And sometimes it's just time and hope and faith and love. Yeah? Time and hope and faith and love that causes you not to um, worry. Because it is almost like it's innate. It's natural. So, um, Maxine is saying, um, stop listening to negative people too. Yeah. You have some people, Trevor, who is going to um, start, you know, telling you, yeah, man, that me here, hear them, no, no, me hear, and the same thing did happen to Miss Brown down the road, you know, I see him, so the doctor did call her, you know, and the same that's such a thing so Maxine you're absolutely right you have it's almost like worrying is catching it's almost like COVID (laughs) you hang around worrisome people you start to worry and so you definitely have to be very very careful very careful um, Trevor as to who you hang around with Absolutely. Yeah. So, the, in addition to the, the master class that you have talked, uh, presented as the, the steps, I'll just add two more. Mm-hmm. One of them is so your breathing. Yes. There's a lot of information in terms of you now that's coming out about just focus on your breathing. So, do some deep breathing. Just try to focus on that. The in, you know, and maybe you hold it for two or three, and then you let it out. Go on again. Just focus on that. Right? So you inhale, one, two, three, four, if you want, depends, and then you let it out again to the one, two, three, four, that's gone, and that's going to make a difference to you, and <clears throat> whatever it is you're worrying about hasn't changed some of the positive things 
at all there. Those things are still there. We tend to focus yeah. on the negative. But it transcripts your mind to an attitude of gratitude, good. yes. What's still good. An attitude of gratitude, Janice. Amen. Shift your mind to an attitude of gratitude. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, final. Scenario number three. <laughs> this one is amusing for me. God, it applied to me. So during COVID, um, you know, like many people, you, you gain some weight. Um, and then as we are coming out of this pandemic, there's a a season like called mango season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, sir. And like a spike, this, 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 this season this year is overwhelming. Yeah, man, you know, come out of your ears. You know, if you live in a house with trees. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. again, there's a choice. Um, you could say to yourself, I believe you me. Nature has blessed us. Nature has looked at all of this suffering under this lockup for two years and has blessed us with this bountiful crop. Cannot disrespect one I'm this about nature. I'm going to double down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And when I finish <laughs> the season, then I can deal with some weight loss and try and sort myself out. <laughs> That's one attitude. The other one is to say, you know, no. Why should I put on the weight and then I have to go do the work to get that? No, so you know something. I will have the odd mango now and then. Oh, which one? <laughs> it's <yours>. Trevor, and <laughs> don't come with no mango thing with me now because let me tell you something. The mango, them feel it when and appear, you know. <laughs> But guess what? I am not going to wait until the mango season finish to start taking off the weight. I know the weight is going to go, but, you know, I will double down on those mangoes I hit and hit the gym the next day because these mangoes ain't getting away. And, I ain't, and I'm not putting down nothing for no special mango drink. And everybody that listens to Cool 97 know that me no partial with mango from Kerry. <laughs> to Blackie, to Indian, to Julie. <laughs> so, you know which one appeals, applies to me. I can tell you that. that I, I, I don't have any resilience and resistance when it comes to mango. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> over there say, Mm-mm. And guess what, Trevor? I am not going to put on a lot of weight. Well, you are blessed. You are blessed. <laughs> you are blessed. Not everybody says that. But the key, though, is that this is a huge pointer to resilience. As a matter of fact, there's a, a study, and people can do it if you have young children, infants. And there's a, 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 a study that longitudinal, over many years, what they did was so when the child was young, four or five, those kind of years, um, they put something really appealing to them on a table, they're sitting down there, and they said, don't eat it, you know, leave it alone, don't touch it, don't trouble it. And then they go and leave them on. Of course, they're watching to see what happens. And what they are saying is that those children, this is a study that they did, those children that didn't um, eat this thing <clears throat> turned out to be far more successful because what they had 
was the ability to deny um, immediate gratification. Mm-hmm. So they have, which is a critical um, competence that they require. You know, in order to be successful, well, being able to delay gratification. Well, I will delay eating mangoes at midnight until in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and I will delay eat. Let me tell you my delay. I will delay eating mangoes at work because I want to go home and sit down right. and and I don't want one. I want more than one. Especially if there, it has to be a really, really big mango for me not to eat more than one. And let me tell you, if it's a big one and I cut half of it, a couple hours later, I am going back to it. So that is my delay. A couple hours. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, all this effect outside of the mango thing is somebody says something to you. And you feel to tell them your mind, and it is theoretical, regardless of the circumstances. That is also a question. So the whole question of self-control. How do you um, control your mind? Your mind is yours, or do you brightly it and hold it back when it wants to go to a particular direction? Or you can just... You're in control. Yeah, but sometimes you are in control and you say, no, man, I am definitely going to say something today. I make up my mind. I thought about it and I'm going to do it. So sometimes people will say things and it is not something that just spontaneously happened. It is something that you thought about and yeah. you know that you're going to do it, Trevor. And yeah, you I'm choose to do it. Yeah, I'm you're not, not talking. I'm oh. saying... I'm saying the response, the reaction, not even response, is a reaction. Just think about things. Um, all right, let us. Uh, there, are, there are scenarios where instead of doing what is required, mm-hmm. we allow our emotions and our desires to take charge of us. That's 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 the bottom line. That's what we're talking about, okay. and that then reduces your resilience. I had a scenario about um, <clears throat> a young man. Let us say, I think we use it in this thing where the man can't save any money because you know well he's going out to lunch every day, fancy restaurant, etc. But at the end of the month, he can't meet his bills. Yeah, so. What does he do? Does he give up certain um, pleasures? Those are some of the things. Because if he can't meet his bills, then he's going to be dependent on his mother to give him money. That's not resilience. So I'm just using the mango example because that's very present to me right now. But self-control is one of the anchors of resilience that if you are not able to make a rational decision decisions where you decide not to follow your mind when the mind is going in the wrong direction those are some of the things you have to look at you have the young persons again I'm getting myself in trouble now then Gregor and John who um, decide that they want to have a child no when really not ready in order to take care of the child. 
that's those are some of the things that we talk about and so the implications then when you are for example you know in school you don't have a job and now you have somebody that you are responsible for how resilient are you in that scenario those are some of the things that we have to work on um, and so <clears throat> challenging that maybe we have to make some tough decisions sometimes and we have to, as I say, bridle our minds. We have to control our emotions, we have to control ourselves. We are in charge. Make any sense? Somebody going to say, but, yeah, I hear the but, but I'm only saying to you that your capacity to cope, your capacity to be successful going forward, uh, in, you know, is impacted by your decisions that you make now. That's true. If you decided that you're not going to study, then you, the prospects of getting certain jobs, the prospect then of earning certain incomes, the prospect then of living, you know, in, in, under certain conditions, are actually impacted by this decision that you're taking now. That you're going to play video games instead of study book. Well. I'm I'm yeah. I'm I'm thinking, and I don't want to go down um, a psychological path, but it's something that I have to say because it's it's in my my my, my trail of thought. Um, to me, your resiliency is also dependent on your environment. Absolutely, dependent, but not solely. It's not a controlling factor. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's an influential factor. It's an influential factor. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Definitely, definitely, definitely. And that is why we have so much responsibility in terms of your family, in terms of what you do, in terms of offspring, not attention you pay to your children. How? Oh, it's a whole story that we should have got through. Um, let me let me just deal with that quickly. So you love the child so much that you want to live your life through them again. You make all the decisions for them. They can't choose what clothes they want to wear. They have to make no decisions. You shield them from everything. So you you are you know your partner have financial problems or any kind of problem. You look how you say it and whisper. So they, they believe that life is beautiful. I mean, no problems at all. They, every decision that they have to make, you make it for them. What You know, you're going to pick out this now. These are the games that you like to play. You work out a whole plan for them. When that child hits, I don't know, 18, 20, go to school, go to college, <laughs> a lot of parents get some serious shock <laughs> once they move them out into an environment where they have can make their own decisions. You know, some shock come home. So that's what I'm saying to you. We need to be able to start to empower the children, discuss things with them, explain to them why what they did wasn't right and the implications and how. If in a situation like that comes up again, they could make another choice. 
and I have them and have them make choices exactly have the you don't make the choice for them have them work out um, mm-hmm. um, situations for themselves yes you can guide them but don't be working out everything for them because there's no way that they're going to develop resiliency if you continue to do um, for your child, even when that child is an adult and and beyond, you 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 become a parent that fix up everything. You become a parent that is always saying yes, and then the moment they go out into the world and somebody says no, I can't, then it's a major problem. They have no sense of resiliency. They don't know how to cope. They don't know the outside of their parents. They don't have any hope, and 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 because of that, there's they 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 are on they they are unable to develop self-efficacy because they always have their parents working things out for them. That is not so easy, but we can work at. Clearing paths that make it a little easier. Mm-hmm. A lot of the problems we have in life is because we're not thinking straight. And and I think these sessions for me, you know, when I'm always now trying to apply it to see how it works and, and to share it with others to stop because sometimes we don't stop to think about these things to realize that we, by our thoughts, can transform our lives. Because <clears throat> there are decisions that we are making now, actions that we are taking now, that we're going to pay the price 20 years down the road. That's a sad situation. And what happened with smoking? That the person go on, and then later on, you know, you have, you know, you see a blackened lungs. Those are stark things, but there are some simple niche things that are going on that have similar effects. What 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 is our horizon in terms of our expectations for ourselves? What can we achieve? Do we have a limited horizon where we just see ourselves um, in particular roles, or do we have an expansive horizon where we think the sky is a limit and we can achieve? anything on minds you know we set our minds to those are some of the mindset things that we can do to change the traje- trajectory and, <laughs> and and end up at a better place that, that, that's what I think is the takeaway from tonight is that our capacity to cope I really want to go beyond our capacity to be successful <laughs> um, is dependent on the mindset what it is that we think what it is that we tell ourselves what it is that we expect and you know, we talk about the environment who is it that we associate with who do we listen to? Mm-hmm. I was just about to say that. Yes. But more so... so don't worry about the teacher who tells you that you're not going to come to nothing. Mm-hmm. That, that's all right. That's their business. 
that travel i i when when i hear that for me it's a it's 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 a talking point because i remember going to when i was in high school one of my teachers blatantly told me that and i ran home with it um to my mother especially to my mother and um she was the one who really um put me back on track and whenever I go out to speak, especially in my in my in my hometown of of Mandeville, I call her out. Not calling her name tonight. Not calling her name tonight. But I do call her out and say, "Here I am." And guess what? I have to thank my parents. You can just imagine with that information or with that seed that was planted in my mind, if I had, if I did not have um, positive support. You can just imagine what would have happened. And once again, I know that you said that the environment, um, it, we understand that it plays a role, but it is not everything. But let me tell you something. The environment is critical. It is Absolutely. critical, especially when it boils down to young, impressionable minds. Because if a seed is planted, if something is said to a child and that child does not have positive support system then the child is going to run with whatever was said to him or her and it it, it is happening every day in our society it, it's or not only teachers that say these negative and nasty things but parents too so you can just imagine your parents that tell you this say so you 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 now come out to nothing. You got on workless. Um like your papa like or your mama too or whatever. And you you, you you still have the resilience, you know, Trevor Andre. You did still have the resilience and you got try and three times you fail and something in the back of your head is saying, Then did right, you know. Then did right, do they? Me try, yeah, yeah. Me, me, might as well me just give up yourself, because Absolutely. you did not have that support system to say to you no. There's always hope. Don't let anybody tell you that. I am here to tell you that you are. When I say you are blessed, and highly favored, and you can be and do anything that you want to be. You don't have. So you need that support. In terms of keeping a positive mindset, no matter what age you are, or sometimes it's, you need that, 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 that reassurance. And children and young adults, they always need that reassurance, positive reassurance. Big people, mm -hmm. trust me, mm -hmm. big people, they get pushed down. Oh my gosh, it's, it's, Simply, it's hard. Hard because you get you you the, 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 the especially in, within certain um, sectors and portions of our society, they feel and individuals out there feel that there's just this force that is keeping them um, down and eventually they just don't have any resilience and resistance anymore. They just cave in. Mm -hmm. They just cave in trouble. Absolutely. Yep. So. The message is, we can make a difference. It all comes down to the thinking, the mindset. Mm -hmm. I'm just hoping that anybody who has listened to what I've been sharing tonight will recognize that there can be a change. And start to look at things from another perspective. Try to look at the positive 
you know, I, I can instead of being overwhelmed or no, I've never done this. This is not for me. You know, this is for the thing set. All, all of those things are not helpful. But we could chat another course. We could actually say, from here forward, this is going to be me. One of the things that we talk about as well is like visioning. See yourself in this different persona, this different role. Mind games. Go back to that. We talk about the movies of the mind where you actually lie down in your bed calmly and visualize your, you know, whatever it is you want to achieve. See yourself in that role. You know, if you aspire to be a nurse, you know, see yourself there in a nice uniform, taking care of patients. Visualize, hear the sound of the patients, tell you thank you. Go through all of that. Whatever it is that you aspire to be. Yeah? Um, just visualize it consistently and work towards it. It's not just imagination. No, you have to actually start to live a life that is supportive, you know, uh, aligned to what it is that you want to do. So, you know, if you're using the next example, then go study, you know, go do some exams, move forward. Mm. We can be changed. You have people that break out of the cycle and make a difference. It can be you as well. Yeah, because they made up their minds that, hey, irrespective of where I was born, irrespective of um, the fact that I got limes without any sugar, I am going to. I have made up my mind that this will not hold me back. I'm, I've made up my mind that irrespective of what anybody said about me to me and over my life, it is not going to hold me back. But it's, as, as Trevor said, it's all about a mindset. And it takes courage. <laughs> hey, it takes courage in order for you to be resilient. And there was another 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 um word that Trevor used earlier. Um but it takes courage for you to be resilient. To know that hey, there may be times when I'm going to fall, but guess what? I am going to get up. I'm going to get up and I'm going to move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to get up and I'm going to move on. I'm not going to let this, hold, whatever this is, it's not going to hold me back. Trevor E. Smith, <laughs> I thank you so much, as always. And the show would not have gone the way that it would, it did, if Dre, <laughs> if Dre, if Trevor, I tell you, no, sir. My you, brother. Your brother, Dre. I, I, I five, sir. <laughs> I thank you. I appreciate I you. As usual, as usual. I I, it, it would not have been the same show if Dre didn't do what Dre does. <laughs> A critical and thing. I actually agree with him. You know, you remember? Yes, you did. But yeah, he was like, he was. That's what I'm saying. That's what we're saying, Dre. <laughs> <laughs> 
But Trevor, I appreciate you. I appreciate you for your kindness. <laughs> I appreciate you for your sense of self. <laughs> and I, and we're looking forward to another, um, I call them the master class. I call them the master class. And I, and, I, and I so thank you. So on behalf of DJ Dre, have a wonderful night. Just go and eat some mangoes tomorrow morning. Don't wait for the special. <laughs> just, just grab a couple and savor them and know that we are blessed in this beautiful country. The mangoes alone is telling us that. Um, you know that the folk song that says, "Me no drink coffee till mango time." Right, exactly. right? <laughs> I look forward to the season. Yes, in everything, an attitude of gratitude. It helps to push you forward um, when those worrisome days appear, because they do, irrespective of who we are, irrespective of our beliefs, irrespective of our color, class, race, or creed, or our traditions worrisome moments appear but i realize that universally an attitude of gratitude helps to take us over those humps and hurdles an attitude of love and gratitude trevor thank Please. you so much Thanks. All right. take care mm-hmm. also want to say thank you so much to alternative skin care Remember that they are 100% organic and you can get the CMOS, the charcoal, aloe vera, turmeric and peppermint. And remember, remember, their soaps can be used by men and women of all ages. Available at KW Boombox, Face Forward Cosmetics, Fontana, Waterloo and Montego Bay. Or you can order at Shop ALT Skincare on Instagram. You can also email them, shop altskincare at gmail.com and join us next week for another talk segment inside Singles Live. Cool.